Well, welcome everyone again to our service. My name is Andrew Bowles. I'm the Senior Minister of St Mark's. And today I'm going to be looking at the passage from Proverbs that we've just had read to us. And if you've been following along, you might know this is the second to last week of our series on the book of Proverbs and thinking about the topic of wisdom and how we can live in a wise way in the world that God's put us in. Next week, we'll be finishing this series looking at the final chapter of Proverbs, which describes the famous character of the Proverbs 31 woman that will be familiar with anyone who's attended a Christian women's conference over the years, probably. But today we're going to be looking at uh, another branch of the wisdom of Proverbs and looking at what someone else has to say, a man named Agur, as we heard about him. We're reading today the wisdom of Agur. And this is actually one of my favorite sections of the book of Proverbs. I really resonate with the wisdom that we hear in this passage. It says that this wisdom is an inspired utterance. And I think that's true. It sounds uh, exactly like an inspired thing does to me. And so the theme of the wisdom of Agur in this chapter, chapter 30, is, I believe, on wisdom, but looking at the limits of human wisdom and looking at the need for humility uh, before God as people approach the topic of our wisdom and how we can be wise. And it begins with a verse that I think many of us could identify with, a bit of a theme verse for many of us at the, this particular time of the year and in this season. Agur says, I am weary, God. He says, I am weary, God. In the reading we had, I am weary, God, but I can prevail. Uh, the Hebrew can be difficult to translate accurately. He may be saying, I'm just weary, very weary, or I'm weary, how can I prevail? But the message is that Agor is actually tired and he has a weariness that he's developed uh, on his path through life and the path of searching after wisdom. And so he's come to the point where he's having to reassess what he might actually be able to know and to do. And I wonder if you're tired at the moment. And if you are, is it because you're tired of having to try to be wise about what's going on in your life at the moment, trying to sort things out? I know I am. And so I think we can identify with Agur and his weariness on the path of wisdom and perhaps looking for another way. So if that's, if that's us, I think that Agur is our man today. Uh, he's tired of the challenges of wisdom, trying to figure out what to do. He says he feels almost like an animal, someone who's not really even a human being who should be capable of being wise. But however, I think paradoxically, the wisdom of Agur is meant to show us that what he's, where he's got to is actually part of the path of genuine wisdom. So we go, he goes on in verses 3 to 4 of this chapter, describing why he has understand, understood his wisdom to have its limits. He says that it is the, when he looks out to the immensity of the world around us and its complexity, understanding the mind of God, he finds it unfathomable. So let me quote him. He says, I have not learned wisdom, nor have I attained to the knowledge of the Holy One. Who has gone up to heaven and come down? Whose hands have gathered up the wind? Who has wrapped up the waters in a cloak? Who has established all the ends of the earth? And this book, um, this part of this chapter actually sounds a lot like almost a quote from the book of Job, another wisdom in the, in the book in the Bible, where God himself speaks to this man Job, telling him that he's not as wise as he thought. And so Agur is actually in that same space of wisdom, looking around and saying, well, when I look around at the world, I, there's so much I don't understand and perhaps can't understand. 
And so perhaps wisdom partly involves knowing our own limitations, the limits of our knowledge and our wisdom and accepting that. Uh, And this is in some way a bit of a contradiction to some of the other messages of Proverbs. Proverbs would have the uh, fundamental belief in, in a lot of the ways that it speaks about wisdom that wisdom is an attainable goal. It's something that we can master. Life can be understood, life, ha- life is orderly, life has principles we can know, and it's something that we can actually gain at least some mastery of by the end of our lives. But Ego has come to the point where he says, actually, I realise that there are limits to this, and that may not actually be the case. And he realises the need he has to recognise his own limitations and to embrace them in order to actually live in a truly good and wise way. And this wisdom then, this path of wisdom for him, we see leads him on to the recognition that wisdom continues on into faith in God. So in verses 5 to 6, he says, Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, or he will rebuke you and prove you a liar. So at some point on the journey of wisdom, Agos realized, I don't know everything. I do need to entrust my life to God in the end and not try uh, to completely sort out life on my own. And so Agur's wisdom on the basis of that is actually, I now need to live simply. I need to avoid temptation. I need to avoid going down paths that are going to lose my balance and humble perspective that I've gained over this life of pursuing wisdom. I love his words at the end here. Two things I ask of you, lords, don't refuse me before I die. Give me, keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches but give me only my daily bread. Agur's a wise man. He knows that his life is best lived on a kind of middle path. He doesn't want too much money. He doesn't want too little. What he wants is enough to sustain him on his life, to allow him to live in the presence of God and to continue to grow in knowledge and to focus just on what he needs to do today and not to be tempted outside of his limitations. So I think Agur's wisdom encourages us to reflect on what our own limitations are as we seek wisdom, as we look towards God and his ways. So let's think today, well, what are, what are our limitations? What are, you, what are my limitations? What are your limitations? If we look at our lives, where do we hit the boundaries of what is possible for us? So some of the limitations that we have in our lives are imposed upon us by uh, the world or others around us. We have a limitations in the lack of opportunity that we have sometimes, the lack of money, that we have to do what we want. We have limitations on our abilities and talent and the things that were possible uh, possible for us to do. We have limitations of our time that we we have to pursue the things we want to do and to achieve. Um, But some of our limitations are also chosen and we impose them upon ourselves as we understand ourselves better. So we impose limitations on our ambition and decide not to pursue things uh, that we could We might give away our money or some of our possessions in order uh, not to have to pursue that for the rest of our lives. We choose a particular relationship, a particular family, a particular place to be. And all those things add up to a set of limitations about the boundaries of our life. And those limitations actually, in a wise perspective, I think they define us and say who we are and remind us that we are creatures before God. We are not all-powerful. We are not all-knowing. We have our limitations, and it's okay to embrace that. And to acknowledge the limitations we have, including the limits of our wisdom, it's an acknowledgement of reality. 
it is actually another dimension of wisdom because wisdom is to know the world and to understand it and to accept it. And so I think Agar offers us a, a wisdom that is actually profoundly liberating. It allows us out into the world to accept our limitations, to live in a way that acknowledges that before God and finds what we can do in the world. And I believe this is a version of the wisdom that's also found in the Gospels as Jesus teaches his disciples how they are to live in the world and their humble and uh, limited perspective on life before God. So Jesus teaches, we can see his disciples to pray, I think, in this way, according to the wisdom of Agor. And we can particularly see that in the Lord's Prayer, which, of course, is very well known, and we pray very often here at St Mark's. So you can even compare some of Agur's wisdom with some of Jesus' words to his disciples in the Lord's Prayer. So Agur says, keep falsehood and lies far from me. He doesn't want to be distracted or deceived. Jesus teaches his disciples, lead us not into temptation or save us from the time of trial. Keep us from being tested more than we can bear. Agur says, give me neither poverty nor riches but give me only my daily bread. And of course, in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, give us today our daily bread. Give us what we need for today. And don't let us be captured by other things. And so I think we can read the Lord's Prayer, yeah, if you've prayed it many times or if you've never prayed it, as a prayer that is actually encouraging us to be wise and humble people before God in the world, asking for him to be in control to set us free for a life of humble wisdom and love of other people. So it is a prayer, the Lord's Prayer, a prayer of humble wisdom, another inspired utterance but for those who understand God's ways. And so as we come to the end of Agur's wisdom today, I just encourage us to take into ourselves the words of the Lord's Prayer, to pray them in our hearts and to ask God to enter, to bring this humble wisdom into our lives and to enable us to live that way as we go out into the week. So I'm going to pray the words of the Lord's Prayer slowly, leave some time, and invite you to pray them along with me and reflect on how they apply to your life today. So let's pray together slowly. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.